Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number two at Drive Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by. In Northwest Arkansas, I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Record Service, 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. This is the day. This is the day for the Bud Light Little Blue Book. And we are getting record participation. Oh, my goodness. Even Mary Ann is participating. Oh, okay. What, really? Did what she Mary pick Ann Arkansas have? to lose? Yeah, she did. <laughs> She's the only one so far. <laughs> okay. Uh, she says, end it all now and out. And out the money towards basketball. I guess that means the F. I mean the NIL money. I don't know. Um, but Trey, uh, this is the Bud Light Little Blue Book Day. One thousand thirty-seven dollars, and um, you can enter by way of the Asher Record Service Company live feed feedback. You can also enter by way of the uh, Southern Structural uh, Source uh, Southern. Structural Solutions Buzz Text Line. It's a mouthful. And uh, that's 501-661-1037. Randy R1037 thebuzzcom All of those by 1159 tonight. And Trey, I've been asked. Uh, well, let me finish my spill here. Uh, tiebreaker is the Arkansas defense. How many sacks against FIU? So, Trey, if you're ready, I'm ready. Hmm. Hmm. I'm going to go Arkansas 38-13, okay. and I'll give Arkansas's defense four sacks. Four sacks, it is. All right, I've been asked, and I'll have to find it here real quick because it's in the uh, – okay, here it is. Uh, Tony from our uh, Asher Record Service Company live feed feedback. Trey, would you please ask Trey why he doesn't do a walk-and-talk for basketball? Everybody loves his walk-and-talks. <laughs> well, I'm not the main basketball uh, guy, you know. I'm just kind of the face of football for Hog Sports, I guess. But Curtis Wilkerson does our main basketball uh, guy. He does a great job covering basketball. He does uh, stand-ups after game, which, uh, you know, his live reactions, which is, um, I guess, kind of comparable to the walk and talk for basketball. So I would say to uh, check out what Curtis Wilkerson has going on at Hog Sports for uh, for all our basketball uh, content. I mean, I love basketball, and I love, I mean, I played basketball all day. You know, I, I I love the sport and love watching Razorback basketball. But um, you know, Curtis was, you know, he's a former NIA NAI player and coach, and he has a lot more insight uh, into the ins and outs of the game than I do. So uh, I would recommend Curtis Wilkerson to anybody looking. If you're missing your walk and talk, watch Curtis's live reaction. Oh, it's called live reaction. He doesn't get out and yep. walk and talk. He doesn't get on the court. And... No, he didn't want to. He didn't want to copy my thing. You know. I mean, he could. I'd be fine with it. I don't think I'm the first person to walk around with a camera in front of my face. But um, <laughs> Curtis, do it. <laughs> Just watch out for the post. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, it, it, he does a good job with it. All right, Trey. This is a lengthy question, so I'll try to be as. There's no way to be brief. I'll just have to read it to you. This from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. Please ask Trey. Appreciate what you do for the fans 
in the Hogs Sports Media. And I like, uh, and I like your. You said more than once early this year. This is the most talented team Pittman has had at Arkansas. Did everyone just misevaluate the players in this roster? Were you mistaken? <laughs> Do you still believe yeah. that statement? I never judge you as dishonest on your takes. So I think you meant it when you said it. Please share yeah. some insight on why you originally thought that and how or if you have evolved from that. That is from Dr. Wallace in Maumel. Yeah, that's fair. I would say that uh, this football season I've probably been uh, more off than ever, that I could ever remember as far as, um, you know, not just Arkansas, but in college football, just not not having a good grasp of what's going on. And, I, you know, I mentioned that the other day. I think there's just so many variables, so many things that have changed uh, with NIL and things like that, that it's been hard to to put your finger on it. However... I still believe this was the most talented roster that Pittman has had at Arkansas. I still believe that. And we can look we can start with the defense. I mean, look how much better the defense is. They brought in 10 players from the transfer portal who have all made a significant impact in the two deep on defense. Uh, until last week, you know, I wouldn't say that anybody's just rolled up on them, you know, LSU for a half. LSU probably has a better excuse for having done that than Auburn did. Uh, but to me, they've played pretty solid on defense most of the year. And a lot of it is because of that influx of talent that they had from the transfer portal. Um, offensively, I mean, I guess I made the mistake of thinking that Sam Pittman in year four would have the offensive line in order. Never would have imagined that the offensive line under Pittman would be this big of a problem. Uh, I think they have some good wide receivers. They might, I might have been wrong in saying, you know, that they were um, – you know, as good or, or maybe better than, than last year's wide receivers. I don't know that that's true. I, I think I'd probably be wrong on that. But you have K.J. Jefferson back, who's been with them for, you know, the whole time at quarterback, except for, you know, when they had Felipe Franks. And you would assume that K.J. would continue to get better like he has throughout his career. Uh, he didn't. Rocket Sanders has been banged up. They had the entire running back room back from last year. Added Luke Has at tight end. I felt like, you know, they may had they had a chance to upgrade what they had at, at tight end versus having uh, Trey Knox before. Uh, so, no, I mean, I think when you break it down and look at it position by position, yeah, I, I still think it's the, probably the most talented overall roster that they've had. And I also know that people at the university felt that. People that, you know, work inside the athletic department think, you know, they wouldn't hesitate to tell you that that is the most talented roster that they've had. Now, what's different? Why is it so tricky? Because everybody's more talented. Every Like, if you take a team like Arkansas has, this roster, and you threw it up against some teams, you know, back in the 2000s, you know, this team would be better than what those teams are. They just would be because everybody's able to go out and get elite talent immediately. Not Maybe not even elite, but, you know, veteran talent through the transfer portal. Arkansas brought in, what, 18 players from the transfer portal in this last cycle? Yeah. That's a lot. There's a yeah. lot of turnover. And, yeah. you know, you talk about this defensive line, for example. You guys remember a defensive line that's been as good as this one? I mean, you probably go back to Darius Phylon, you know, um, Trey Flowers when those yeah. guys were on it. But it wasn't as deep as this was with nine seniors, with five deep at defensive tackle, six deep at defensive end. I mean, they've been able to withstand a lot of injuries, in my opinion, on, on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, they were, you know, kind of bit at linebacker. Pooh Paul was out for a little bit, and Antonio Greer was out for a little bit, and they were trying to figure things out. Um, yeah, to me... To me, especially on defense, I think this is the most talented um, group that Pittman has had at Arkansas. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think I'm. I still don't think I'm wrong in that one, but uh, I was wrong in plenty of others. So we can we can talk about all those things because I said before, you know, I would freely admit it, and uh, yeah, I was uh, I missed the mark on some things this season. I mean, there was a lot of. I mean, again, you know. We look back at the games that they lost. There's a lot of close losses. To me, it hasn't got disappointed. It hasn't got really like ultra disappointing until these last 
few games with how they performed against Mississippi State. Obviously, they bounced back against Florida, and then how they performed against Auburn. You know, the other games, uh, BYU was disappointing. You know, at the beginning of the season, they're not that good overall. I mean, they're all right. They're not that good. They shouldn't have come in here in Arkansas and beaten them. Um, but going on the road, losing. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to rehash all the losses they had, but a lot of close losses, obviously. Uh, but um, yeah, I still still think it's a uh, it's a definitely a heck of a lot more talented roster, in my opinion, than um, you know three and seven. I think it would be easy, Trey, to point out, and you wonder what could have been different this season if the offensive line had been up to par, yeah, and not been. Uh, I mean, the number of sacks they're giving up, the number of pressures. Now, let's let's flip that on the other hand. Uh, they at times have protected KJ well enough. He had time to get rid of the ball, but chose not yeah. to. And sometimes that did result in a sack. But as a whole, yeah. this offensive line has not lived up to where it needs to be to be competitive game in, game out in the Southeastern Conference. Yeah, I think the offensive line has been a major problem. No question about that. But at the same time, you're right. KJ has also had his struggles. And I think KJ's struggles is maybe just not that good a fit for this offense that they mm-hmm. brought in. And that was, you know, probably the worst thing that could have happened uh, was Kendall Bryles. Something we talked about a lot, you know, because a lot of people were complaining about Bryles last year. And, you know, you look and it's 471 yards per game on offense. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. yeah, he'd get a little cute sometimes down at the goal line, but you take Kendall Bryles back right sure. now uh, to start over with this team on offense. Uh, the problem last year, the major problem, uh, the reason they went 6-6 six and six regular season uh, is of what they had going on on defense. I mean, defense was atrocious last year. They were the worst pass defense in the country, worst overall defense in the SEC. Um, I mean, that's... If we're going to point to – you can point to a lot of things. I always like to say there's plenty of room under this bus for everybody to get under. But uh, if we're pointing to picking out one thing, uh, last year uh, the defense was pretty rough. But, Dre, I don't know terrible. even with – Ken- rough. It was terrible. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know with Kendall Browse it would have made a great difference, though, in the offensive line. Yeah. No, I think they still would have had the, that struggle Yeah. Uh, in a lot of ways. But at the same time, I don't think KJ would have struggled with some of the things that he's That's struggling true. with. That's true. You know, especially That's early true. in the year. I think now what he's struggling with is both the product of, you know, just everything he's been through, but also uh, not being able to trust that he's going to be protected with the offensive line. I mean, he, he, I think it's clear he does not trust <laughs> what's going on, you know, uh, to, his, uh, to his blind side. Uh, and, and why would he? All right, Trey, this one is from our Azure Record Service Company Life in Feedback. Glenn says, our recruiting class is falling apart. Our best recruit, Collins, is now about to flip to Ole Miss. The fat lady is warming up the vocal cords. This one is over. Yeah, I don't know if I would hold out a lot of hope for this recruiting class, the way things are going right now. I mean, they've already lost Crutchfield. And there's a lot, all the talk is him to Missouri, and now Collins. There's just a wave of crystal balls of him going to Ole Miss. Uh, Ashton Bethel Roman, I believe, is also visiting Missouri this weekend. So, yeah, I mean that's what happens when you go three and seven. You mm. know, they they've held on to it for a while, but uh, yeah, people are going to start coming after your recruits, and why wouldn't they? Mm. I would. Wow. Woo. It's not a good look to lose. I mean, you're talking about, you know, Brian Huff in Jonesboro, uh, Walker White in Little Rock, uh, Charleston Collins now, Courtney Crutchfield. Those are your top four prospects inside the state. Mm. All looking like they're going to end up elsewhere. I don't know that that was going to be the case, you know, had things gone differently. But, uh, I mean, Walker was going to Auburn. But um, that's the kind of stuff that happens. You go three and seven. Uh, Keith Grayson puts it. My buddy Keith Grayson puts it well. He calls it the cycle of suck. Once you start sucking, then <laughs> more things start sucking. Wow. Walt, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? Actually, I have two, if you don't mind, sure. um, and they're somewhat unrelated. The first one, uh, Trey, other than some very questionable Miami Vice throwback uniform, what can you tell me about Florida International? And the second one is, 
The second one is when we went into the uh, LSU game, they threw up a graphic that Arkansas like led the nation in contested catches, and then it just doesn't seem like the receivers are getting those balls where they can catch those contested yeah. catches. They're far behind them, or they're and it was. Honestly, to be 100% honest, I always was questionable about K.J. to start with because that very first pass he threw for Arkansas was well behind Trey Burks. He had to stop and come back for it um, to make that long catch and that, uh, that very first game he played. As a true freshman? Yeah. Yeah, I remember, I remember what you're talking about. I mean, I still, you know, you still give a playmaker a chance to make a play, uh, but... Yes, I I remember. I'm not sure I'm going to judge him too much on that freshman year. I mean, he was a pretty KJ's been a pretty good quarterback at Arkansas. This year has sure. not been the case. Last year he had the second highest efficiency rating in program history, and right it beat out the the efficiency rating the year before. You know, and put and that doesn't even count the the yards he got on the ground last year. I mean, if KJ isn't banged up as 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 bad as he was, they probably would have had a much better season. Probably would have beat Liberty. Um, you know, might have taken LSU at home last year. So yeah, I, I I get you know the the you know the talk on KJ and you know not being as good. So I just I just think so much has been a product of you know this offense not being a good fit for him. Number one, and then number two. Um, the offensive line has just been so bad. Uh, Florida International, they lost their tight end last year, who was good for them, to Auburn. He uh, he played well against Arkansas last week. Uh, their offensive line is kind of light overall. Now, what jumps out to me is Arkansas is 29.5-point favorites. So uh, Middle Tennessee beat them 40-6 to last week. The week before that, Jacksonville State beat them 41-16. And so I'm wondering, like, should Arkansas – be able to beat them worse than that. They should. But what did I pick? 38-13? Yeah. 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 So well, I guess I don't think so. They should have beaten uh, Mississippi State and a couple of other teams this year. Uh, sure. Absolutely. So, you know, I, I, it just seems like KJ has kind of regressed, and I don't know if that's just from the beating he's taken from the, state, the sacks. I mean, Brandon Allen took a ton of sacks, you know, uh, whatever that year was. And he still stood in there and threw the passes. Mm-hmm. So I know it sucks yeah. to be back there and taking that, but you know that's that's part of the gig, is you know. Absolutely, so I mean, out. yeah, no, Thank I mean it's won't. it's part of it. You know, I always say like you know we always talk about how tough Tyler Wilson was, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tyler Wilson's a tough guy. Uh, the only reason we know that is because he took so many sacks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, he was. Yeah. He was brutalized back there. So right now, Arkansas is last in the SEC with 4.1 sacks allowed per game. Mm. I mean, we can all do the math on that one. We don't need you, Rick. Mm. That's 41 <laughs> sacks. Yeah, that's that's 41 sacks that they've given up this year. Um, you throw it back to 2015, and Arkansas gave up. You want to guess? Hmm. Half 15. Back. 14. Yeah, wow. fourteen sacks. So, yeah. not a, not exactly an accurate statement by the caller. Uh, there's quite a difference between forty-one sacks and fourteen. Plus Arkansas, you know, that was thirteen games they were given up. How many hurries, Trey? How many? It's not just sacks. How many hurries that he's had to for KJ? Just to oh yeah, get rid of it. Yeah, people in his face and everything. I mean, if the sack numbers up, you can guarantee the hurries numbers is up, is up as yeah, well. Sure. So, uh, right, how about yeah. the hits? Just the hits. Yeah, we have to remember, like. We uh, we got to, in the interest of being factual here, that offensive line in 2015 was Sebastian Tritola, who went to the NFL, Denver Kirkland, who went to the NFL, Dan Skipper, who went to the NFL, Frank Ragnow, who went to the NFL, and Mitch Smothers, who was a dang good center for him that you'd take right now in a mm-hmm. heartbeat, and who didn't make the NFL but was still a really good player and started multiple years for Arkansas. So there's quite a difference between giving up 14 sacks for, you know, Brandon was a pretty mobile quarterback. You know, he wasn't as mobile as KJ. KJ's pretty mobile. And they have given up 41 sacks in 10 games versus 14 sacks in 13 games. So let's just be clear on that. You know, there's there's quite a difference. Um, if you look at Tyler Wilson, when he was at Arkansas, we talked about how much he got smacked around. Arkansas gave up 28 sacks that year. 
in twenty and twenty eleven. We remember that Alabama game when he was just taking it on the chin over and over again. Twenty eight sacks over thirteen games. Over thirteen games. Even the awful the awful twenty twelve year after that, following Bobby Petrino, Arkansas gave up eighteen sacks. Eighteen sacks that year over twelve games. Again, this year Arkansas has given up forty one wow. sacks. Wow. That's quite a that's mm. quite a substantial difference than what we're talking about with Brandon Allen or Tyler Wilson or you know or even, anybody. You know, Trey, I remember Clint Sterner uh, in 1997 who was just getting pounded. Yep. Uh, Danny Ford's last year, and I think it was like yep. 31, and we're thinking, wow, yeah, it was in the 30s. Sacks. I remember. Yeah, that's not 41. I believe that that year Houston Nutt abandoned seven step drops. That year and the next year, well, and when Houston came in there, Houston, yeah, Houston came in. Yeah, in '98 when Houston yeah. came in, um, they abandoned the seven-step yeah. drop, exactly. and they, I believe, if they didn't lead the SEC in fewest sacks allowed, they were close. They might have, yeah, yeah, you're right. Forty-one. That's that's a lot. Forty-one. Sacks. That's KJ Jefferson getting pounded in the back. <laughs> over and over and over again. Well, Criswell it's a lot. Of them. He took one sack. Yeah, Criswell took one. Sorry, only forty for KJ. <laughs> only forty for KJ. <laughs> yeah. All right, Trey. I, I'm getting some feedback. Is Braylon Russell? Is there some question about Braylon? Not that I've seen. Okay. I mean, you know, Braylon committed to Arkansas very early in his high school career, like probably a little too early, and uh, then opened up his commitment and explored his options and stuff. Um, now, Charleston Collins still committed to Arkansas. You know, he's technically still committed, but there is a lot of crystal balls uh, out there for him elsewhere. But Braylon, Braylon would be the top commit in the state right now who's on board with Arkansas. But, you know, I mean, I talked about the guys who, you know, are in flux right now with Courtney Crushfield. He's uncommitted but was committed to Arkansas. Charleston Collins being crystal balled elsewhere. Brian Huff's off to Missouri, which I, I don't know that they really put the pressure on Huff at the time um, to commit. And then um, Walker White and, of course, Braylon Russell. Those are all four-star recruits inside the state. So it's a good year for talent. Hate to miss out on all of it. Have not even attempted to recruit Drake Lindsay. Yeah, Drake's putting up ridiculous numbers. Ridiculous numbers. Off right. of Minnesota. All right, Trey, we'll talk with you tomorrow. That's Trey Biddy of Hogsports.com. For Arkansas Razorback basketball. Coverage is brought to you by Red River Ford, Lion Legal, Malvern National Bank, and Genesis of Conway. Effort. He slams it home and one. Energy. And all Razorback fans, let's go, baby! Enthusiasm. Gives it back to Debo. Left side, three ball good. With a shot clock waving down. Welcome to Arkansas Razorback men's basketball. Drive to the rim and a throwdown. Top of the key, Brazil, three-pointer good. Listen to the Hogs on the hardwood all season long. We got you covered. 103.7 The Buzz, your fun and big game station. Twin Peaks is the best in the game. Here, you're in the red zone for every college rivalry and divisional matchup all season long. I mean, where else are the scenic views as good as your view of the game? Only at Twin Peaks, the number one sports bar. At Red River Ram Jeep, we're taking $10,000 off Ram HD trucks, all brand new 23 models. And we're taking $10,000 off 23 Jeep Gladiators. And we're taking up to 20% off on all 23 model Renegades in stock. Some people are saying, I gave too much for my vehicle two years ago. Well, we gave too much for these vehicles right now. That's why they're $10,000 off. Check us out at RedRiverRam.com for Arkansas's largest inventory during the Black Friday sales event.
The Killer, rated R, under 17, not admitted without parent. Now playing, only on Netflix. Whiskey Myers. Friday, May 3rd, Simmons Bank Arena. Whiskey Myers. With Lucas Nelson and Promise of the Real and Reed Hawton. On sale Friday, 10 a.m. at Ticketmaster.com. Whiskey Myers Live. Hi, neighbor. It's Garen with Shamrock Roofing. Have you been denied a new roof by your insurance company after storm damage? You won't be denied at Shamrock Roofing. Give us a call or visit us at shamrockroofer.com. Right now, we're offering a free impact-resistant roof upgrade. Plus, if you've been denied coverage by your insurance company after the storms, you automatically qualify to win a new roof for free. Just visit shamrockroofer.com for details. Shamrock Roofing, where one call does it all at shamrockroofer.com. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family-packed catfish dinners. Drive Time Sports, tapped with refreshing sports opinion on the Buzz Radio Network. Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. My mouth starts watering when I think about the Thursday night only special at the Riverfront Steakhouse. Do you love prime rib? How about 12 ounce prime rib? Now here's the great the great part about it all. You buy one, you get one free. Now that comes with mashed potatoes. All you can eat mashed taters. And then you get the salad bar, which oh by the way, the best in North America for just six dollars. Now I challenge you. Not only the taste, not only the flavor, not only the amount, but the price. $29.75. Tell me where you will find a better deal than that. And the best part is you can put it in the box and take it home if you can't finish it. So that means buy one, get one free. 12-ounce prime rib. You can take a butter knife and cut it with mashed potatoes for 29.75 buy one get one free and then the salad bar for just 6 bucks extra now it's tonight tonight only so go get mama turn the car around make sure you're, you have a reservation though because there is a limited number 3719000 ask for Shapur 3715013719000 for reservations ask for Shapur that is the Riverfront Steakhouse in North Little Rock in the Wyndham Hotel. It don't get no better than that. Let's check in with our NFL agent and guru, Chris Turnage. Man, well, never mind. I didn't want to talk to Chris anyway. <laughs> yes, you did. Yeah, I did. We'll get him back. We'll get him back. Tony, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Yes, Randy, Rick, how you guys doing? Man, Thanks, doing great. Honey. Praise the Lord. We're blessed. That's right. We are We are blessed. <laughs> Only getting that little bit. Come on, Tony. All right, I'm going to say Arkansas 38 and Florida International 10. And I'm going to say we're going to get three sacks. Is that what, is that what That's you That's right, say? sacks. I'll say three. All right, buddy. And uh, I'm gonna ask Trey, since we're losing all these recruits, is that a sign they may get a, they may be letting go of fitness? You know. You know, it was he, he addressed that. Pittman addressed that. Um, was it the Monday? He has his noon press conference each Monday. He said they spent. All of Saturday night and Sunday, he thought he shored up all of the 
recruits because it was already out there that he was going to get fired. And they tried to limit as much of the damage as possible. Well, it doesn't sound like that happened. So, no. If Collins, and you you start losing a Crutchfield, you start losing a Collins, and Walker White never was on the Arkansas radar, which I don't understand why. He can do a lot of things with the football. I never have understood why Drake Lindsey was never on their radar. I'm going I'm to put that at the feet of Dan Enos because that's his position or was his position. But you just can't have that many uh, of your quality four-star type players leave the state. And they're, wow. and they're starting to leave Brian Huff. I think they got on him late. And it was too late. Missouri had already made their their footprint uh, into Valley View, and Brian Huff, who is a another four star linebacker, Arkansas didn't produce many four star linebackers. And um, no, we're losing in state players. That ain't good. And the biggest thing that I am now concerned about, I don't know if, if Coach Pittman is going to be able to stick his fingers, so to speak, in the dike. And keep from having a mass exodus, because most of the I'm talking right. about from the current roster, and yeah, Trey's already stated yeah. that 18 of those could come back next year. I don't think they're going to, want to come back under these type of conditions. No, no, I tell you, Randy, it's not not looking too pretty. It's a sad situation right now. Well, I'm going to step in and say this. If Sam Pittman has done what he says he has, and the assistant coaches have done what they said they had, there's not going to be a mass exodus of players. And you think about every year somebody loses. And when you lose, does everybody lose 20 players when they lose? No. So I, I think, you know, are there going to be some? Maybe. But I don't think it's going to be that bad. Now, recruiting I can't speak to. Uh, but, you know, th- this is where you get to, again, if a recruit is committed to a school only because they win when they want to win and not because it's their school that they want to go to, well, so be it. Uh, and I think the other thing to do is go to the transfer portal, and you can see uh, there will be guys coming from programs that do win that will come simply because they have a chance to play. You know, why has Arkansas gotten three guys from Georgia in the last two years? Because they wanted to play. Is Arkansas as good as Georgia? No. But they came here anyway. They've gotten transfers from LSU. They've gotten transfers from other school because they want to play. So I think for us to come on every day and point about how bleak everything is and how they'll probably never win a game next year, I don't think that's true at all. I don't think anyone's saying they're not going to win a game next year. Well, they were all, oh, well, there's going to be mass you know exodus of the players. You know. going to be, well, how are you going to win a game next year if all your players leave? I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, Rick, you know what I think? What, Tony? I think if we could hire a big-name coach, we got we could be good next year. Mm, you think look so? At, look at what uh, really? Hugh Freeze think, is you, doing at Auburn. Yeah, and he was a big-name coach, and Hugh Freeze is an excellent coach. I agree with that. Do you think that if Texas A&M hires a big-name coach, they're going to win the national championship with all the resources they have? No, I, I think they're done for getting rid of the coach they had. <laughs> There I you mean, go. they're going they, to, they, they're going to right, bowl they, game. They hired a big-name coach. Ole Miss has yeah. a big-name coach who is he's going to win eight to ten games at Ole Miss every year, but is he going to win it all? Yeah. No, because he says, well, we have the resources that Georgia does. And what Arkansas fans, or what Arkansas is saying is, we don't have the resources of Ole Miss. Now, why is that? Now, that's a question you can ask. But by uh, the same token, you can recruit three- and four-star players and recruit them up. We've seen that. How in the world? Okay, think about this. Who has, if you were naming the two schools in America with the biggest resources, who would you name? Oh, I'd say uh, probably uh, uh, Alabama. No. The two schools? The two schools with the mo- more resources than anybody else in America. Who would you say? Who would you say, Randy? Texas. Texas, yes, yeah. yes, and probably A and M, Texas and Texas A and M. You're exactly right, and both of wow. them they have unlimited resources. 
Both of them are in a state that is regarded as, if not the best for high school talent, the second best behind Florida. Louisiana's up there. And tell me, how many conference championships have either of them won lately? None. Texas is about to win the Big 12 if they can win the championship game, I think for the first time in seven or eight years. Texas A&M, I couldn't even tell you the last time they won a conference championship, probably back in the Southwest Conference I guess they won in 98 after Arkansas was out of there. That's the last one they've won. So this whole idea of you have to have all the money, you have to have all the coaches, you have to have everything else, and I've maintained silence on this for a long time, but I just have to say I'm not sure Arkansas will ever achieve national prominence in football again. I don't know. But can they win seven or eight games every year? Yes, they can. And does it take, uh, does it take Lane Kiffin here to do that? No, it doesn't. Can Sam Pittman do it? I don't know. He did it once. Can he do it again? Maybe. But I tell you, there's a lot of people out there think, oh, the program is doomed. Really? I think they're still going to play football next year. Yeah, I think Tony? we're going to be all right. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you, Tony. Well, Tony, just see, I just changed Tony's mind. I think we're going to be all right. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. Let's talk now with the man. Okay. The NFL agent guru, better Chris known Turnage, as Chris Turnage. I'm Pollyanna, probably, right? Huh? That's what he told me on hold. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys? think, Chris? Do you, do you think? Do you think we ought to paint gloom and doom? Do you know how long the Kansas City Chiefs weren't any good? And right now they're really good, aren't they? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, everything is cyclical. Uh, the thing, you know, I, I was sitting there listening there, kind of um, on hold. You guys were talking about the recruits. Obviously, yeah. it is very, very hard when you sure. when fans are seeing recruits getting lost. Um, they're decommitting, but the thing to keep in mind is right now there's uncertainty, and that's what other teams are pitching against Arkansas. Is that's right. you don't even know who's your coach going to be. Why do you want to go there? They could change up the right. whole thing. The guy that's been recruiting you. So some of this could calm down. I'm not saying it will, but some of it could calm down if they come out and say either we're keeping Sam or we're not keeping Sam, and that could change a lot of these the factors. I mean, I. There are kids that still have good relationships with Arkansas coaches, the coaches that are recruiting them. But if another school comes and says, hey, they're not going to be there, da-da-da, you know, that's what kind of causes the domino effect. And so some of these could circle back. Some of them might not. Um, but as you said, you know, Walker White was never coming to, to Arkansas, and I think that was because Danny Nose um, had said that he wasn't a target um, and was kind of going after some other guy. Wow. wow. And so um, that being said, you know, look, I, I'm, I don't want to lose any recruits as a Razorback fan, but hopefully some of these guys, again, will come back after the fact and maybe, you know, once the, once the uncertainty goes away and the other teams can't use that against them um, in terms of, of that uncertainty. You, you evaluate talent and you try and sign people up and all that kind of stuff. I don't know if you look at high school talent. Do you know anything about Drake Lindsay and do you have any idea why a school that has needs that positions would not even recruit somebody like that. Uh, this may be out of your area, but I'm asking anyway. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 I know who he is, and yeah, no, certainly know about him. Um, to answer your question, I don't know about him specifically as to why a school with needs there would not recruit um, that particular person. What I would say is just in general, the way that I know how it works is schools prioritize guys all the time, and it's like, hey, if we can go after we got we got to slow play our number four guy and try to get number one, two, and three. And then sometimes the kids don't like being slow played. They said, hey, why are you not pulling the trigger when somebody else is? Or sometimes it's, hey, for whatever reason, I know everybody thinks this particular kid is good, and I'm not talking about Drake specifically at all, just in general, you know. But for whatever reason, we don't think he fits what we like or what, you know, what we need. Um, so there's a lot of different factors. But looking sometimes from the outside in, you know, Rick, what I would say is, why are they not recruiting this kid? I don't understand it. Um, and I don't have a specific answer, Andre. I do know who he is, but don't have a specific answer there. All right, hang on, Chris. we got to step away for a moment. That is Chris Turnage, our NFL agent and guru, Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. Drive Time Sports will continue. Listen for Coach Kevin Kelly Wednesdays during the Zone presented by the Little Rock Athletic Club. An all-indoor pickleball facility coming soon to Little Rock Athletic Club online at lrac.com. 
Hey, did you know the Statue of Liberty is the largest holiday gift ever given? That's a big deal, just like those at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Hey, did you know when the year ends, so do the deals? It's your journey. Own every mile at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Get 0% APR for 60 months, plus zero payments for 90 days. Or get up to 2500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now for a limited time, only during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end November 30th. Call 469-613-0227 for details. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. Double B's is a growing Arkansas company with 34 locations in our state. Small local businesses are the largest employers nationally and create two out of every three new jobs. Buying locally at Double B's means creating more opportunities for local residents to work in our communities. When dollars are spent locally, they are respent locally, paying more salaries and building the local tax base. You want to keep Arkansas thriving and unique? Support an Arkansas-owned business like Double B's which helps define our community's self-image and creates Arkansas pride for Arkansans. Double B's is of Arkansas and for Arkansas. Double B's, it's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double B's. When you do something for over 45 years, you get really good at it. Like Roger here, he's been raking leaves for over 45 years. With a twist of his trusty rake, he can shape a pile of leaves into a grizzly bear catching salmon one-fifth scale of Mount Rushmore. Whoa. Even a working international space station. Stunning detail, Roger. We're a lot like Roger raking leaves, except we do it with insurance. Williamson Insurance, protecting your business and your family for over 45 years. The board-certified, fellowship-trained physicians at Martin Orthopedics provide complete care for students, adults, and athletes. At Martin Orthopedics, the surgeons and staff pay exceptional attention to every patient's needs. When you go to Martin Orthopedics, every member of the team aims to help patients return to their normal daily activities or playing the sport they love without pain, whether it's your knee, hip, or shoulder, the physicians at Martin Orthopedics stand ready to assist. For more information or to set up your consultation online, go to martinortho.care. This is David Dunn with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Do you own or operate Max, Volvos, Freightliners, Kenworths, Peterbilts, or international trucks? We can offer you the same dealership level computer diagnostics with highly trained and professional mechanics without dealership wait times and cost. Whether you're a municipality, fleet, or small business with one truck, Come see why our customers have made us the highest-rated independent repair shop in Arkansas. Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Take exit 7 on I-440 or call 568-2185. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas. Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. In a moment, we'll be joined by Chris, our NFL, Chris Turner, our NFL agent and guru. want to talk to you about double B's. Many of the Double B's locations have Chester's Chicken and Big Rock Pizza. Can't go wrong with either. I love fried chicken. And they make excellent fried chicken. And that Big Rock Pizza is pretty special. It's I just love their Supreme. But I also love the pepperoni. Both are excellent. And if you're in a hurry, always remember, if you're in a hurry... You can pay at the pump with your Exxon or Phillips 66 mobile app at all the stores. And if you sign up and pay with your Exxon credit card, you'll get $0.10 off a gallon at the pump. So there's savings for you there. And then also ask your Double B's cashier about signing up for a rewards card where you can save money on purchases at all the stores. So don't forget the November specials. Hard to believe. November the 16th. This month is flying by. And they've got the Mountain Dew, 20 ounce, two for three fifty, or the Mr. Pure, two for four dollars. That's just a couple examples. I know if you're in a hurry, you might not have time to go inside and take advantage of all the great deals. It's double B's. Where you gas it, grab it, and go make it double B's. 
Chris, this is the day, the special day for the Bud Light Little Blue Book. We are up to $1,037. Now, I realize that would be the tip that you would leave at the Riverfront Steakhouse if you happen <laughs> to win this. But nevertheless, you have an opportunity, and the tiebreaker is the Arkansas defense. How many sacks will they rack up this weekend? So, Mr. Turnage, would you like to get into Bud Light Little Blue Book? I would. I would. I, uh, I, I'm, sometimes I'm uh, overly optimistic. Last week was one of those. I really felt like uh, we would uh, carry on and beat Auburn. But I do think um, we come back, we beat FIU. Um, I'm going to say 34-14, um, and I think we have four sacks. Four sacks. And by the way, we are getting a record amount of participation by way of our Asher Record Service Company live feed and feedback and our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line 501 661 Well, are you surprised? It's it's a thousand bucks. I know, I know, but I mean yeah. it took me That's serious. It took That's me serious money. It took me a lot of minutes just to catch up hmm. uh, once I got onto the Buzz text line. Um, okay, I got, a, I got a couple of NFL questions for Chris. Number yeah. one, okay, Chris, we all know that the solution to everything when you lose is fire coaches, right? That's that's the solution. <laughs> Can you explain to me how the Buffalo Bills had the game won, had they not had 12 guys on the field, and after the game they lose, and the special teams coordinator is still there, but the offensive coordinator gets fired? Well, what's that about? You know, I think that was something building um, kind of the last few weeks. Uh, there has been some frustration around uh, the Bills' offense. Uh, they are they thought they would have one of the better offenses in the NFL. Yes. So I think that's something, a move that's been building a few weeks, not necessarily just the result of uh, the game against the Broncos. Um, obviously, I think that, that maybe helped tip the scale when, um, you know, he felt like Ken Dorsey wasn't doing much. In the game, I, I agree with you, Rick. Obviously, that was not necessarily the factor of the game at the very end, but um, felt like you know their offense should have been doing more um, prior to that. I think he feels like uh, this is the head coach from up. Feels like Josh Allen has actually regressed um, this year, and so they're not getting rid of Josh Allen. Um, that's not an option. No, and so I think no. sometimes you know you say, hey, maybe we just got to make a change here and insert some new energy and, and some new ideas. Uh, you know, whatever the case might be. I'm curious if he'd have been fired if there hadn't been 12 men on the field and they'd have won the game. Uh, we'll never know that one, will we? Okay, yeah, my other I one mean, is... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, might, they might have actually, again, I know there's been frustration building the last few weeks with their offense, but it's always hard to fire after you win, <laughs> for yeah, sure. That's right. Okay, now this is a long shot. Jim Harbaugh has accepted his three-game suspension, so he will not be coaching against Maryland, which they can be fine without him. But he won't be coaching against Ohio State. Do you think he's going to be so frustrated with the Big Ten that he might be in the NFL again next year? You know, I think it's a good possibility. Um, he's flirted with the NFL every, literally every single year he's been at Michigan. Um, he loves the NFL. He loves the NFL game. I, I do think that's a, that's a real possibility. I think you're going to see NFL teams absolutely try to get him. Um, you know, why not? Let's go try to get Harbaugh. That's always kind of a, a name that pops up for them. So I think it's a realistic possibility. Um, you know, you don't have to worry with some of these, you know, type violations. Harbaugh feels like the Big Ten and all the other teams are coming after him um, and, and kind of singling them out. And so, uh, yeah, I think that's a real possibility. One interesting thing there, too, guys, on the Harbaugh deal is as part of the agreement – for Harbaugh to accept the three-game suspension, the Big Ten agreed to, to cut the investigation at this point and yes, not investigate yeah. any further. Right. makes you wonder, is there something else out there hmm. that Harbaugh said, hey, let's go ahead and agree to this so nothing else comes up. I, I'm not accusing or making that, but that was an interesting term of the agreement, I thought. Very much so. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Hmm. All right. Uh, how often should the owner be fired for making a ridiculous <laughs> contract Deshaun Watson is done for the year with a shoulder injury. And they have already, Chris, paid him nearly 100 
million dollars of his fully guaranteed five-year, two hundred and thirty million dollars contract. Wow! Why cannot the owners be fired for making such a stupid decision? Because <laughs> they own the team. Well, as an agent who represents players, I love the decision that the owner made. Uh, generally, uh, just as a precedent for players, but in reality. It, yeah, that, that was. I think we said this and talked about it at the time. It was absolutely a stupid decision, a stupid contract. Um, I would not have given the best contract in the history of NFL football to that player um, at that time. But that's what uh, Jimmy Haslam chose to do and and write the check. But uh, absolutely, I think it's a it's a crazy crazy contract, and it's going to give it's going to give more owners even you know fuel to say, hey guys, we're not. This is why we're not doing it. Um, for you know, for legitimate guys that do deserve that kind of contract. I mean, obviously, all other contracts and sports are guaranteed from baseball to basketball. Uh, you know, I still remember the Mike Hampton contract in baseball and uh, oh um, some of those where yeah. they uh, would get 11, 12 games out of a guy for $100 million, you know. And, uh, Chris Davis with the Orioles. Yeah, Chris Davis, yeah, that's a great one. Um, and football is obviously the most injury-prone um, sport. Um, so players, you know, clamor for that, and players union does, and owners resist that because it is injury prone, and they don't want to be on the hook for that. But he ends up making more money than Jimbo Fisher. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and you know, one thing on that Jimbo Fisher contract, guys, it's it's really, and I know he talked about it on here, but I don't get Texas A and M. You know, Kevin Sumlin and Jimbo Fisher, they both have contracts with no offset language, yeah. and the market absolutely demands offset language. So it's not something that's out of market to say, hey, fine, we'll give you $79 million subject to offset if you go get another job. And for whatever reason, A&M just keeps agreeing to those with Kevin Sumlin and Jimbo Fisher, says, hey, we're going to cut your check no matter what you go do. And it just, that blows me away that, you know, to think, is Jimbo Fisher really not going to accept $79 million if you say you're going to put <laughs> offset language in there? I mean, it just it's crazy to me. Plus, they have to pay him 25% of it within, what, either 30 or 60 days. 30 days, yep. I think. So yep. Jimbo's going to get a check for about $19 million, uh, I guess, right before Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Santa's, Santa's bringing it uh, nice, have a big play. But I think I think Kevin someone got somewhere in 14 or $15 million yeah. within 30 days of getting That's terminated, right. something like yeah. that. Same um, thing. I mean, it's just it's crazy. Were you amused when it said uh, the athletic director said the when they told Jimbo he was fired, it was brief and cordial? Yeah, it's cordial. He's probably doing cartwheels down the street. <laughs> Nobody's ever uh, cleaned out their office with more joy than Jimbo Fisher. I think of you know Ed Orgeron's quote at the Little Rock Touchdown Club when he said, "You know, hey brother, you just show me what door to leave from and write me the check." <laughs> and uh, of course, yeah, your court, like you said, of course your court when you're handing them a check with that many zeros on it, commas. Like that. I'd be pretty cordial too. Amazing. All right, Chris. Unfortunately, my stocking won't have that kind of money in it, but we'll move on. <laughs> Maybe you weren't as good as you thought, uh, Randy. We'll Thank you. Here, which means it's time to start thinking about your holiday plans. This year, save time along with the worry and hassle, and let the team at Edwards Food Giant do it for you. Their turkey dinner includes the turkey, as well as their signature cornbread dressing, giblet gravy, cranberry sauce, and dinner rolls. All fully cooked, homemade, and ready for you to heat and serve to your family. If that's not enough, their deluxe turkey dinner also